And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You will rest in peace. Basketballs don't hold grudges. He got a bicycle. Hello and welcome back to the Wrestle Cube. Cube. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Tom Mimder. And I'm Daniel Cube at Ekinbola. Um, and uh, we're back uh, after a bit of a hiatus because, uh, you know, life stuff and things and such have <laughs> kind of got in the way a bit over the last few months. Because debt Rona. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. It just it just is what it is, uh, but we're back and we're going to be back uh, hopefully a bit more regularly because we've got this slightly ambitious concept that we're working on that I'm hoping is going to be really really fun both for us and also hopefully for you. Um, oh. A little note as well: uh, if you are listening to this uh, on SoundCloud, uh, you should hopefully, all being well, be able to get this on Spotify now as well. Yeah, um, we're at the big time. We, we have at least one old episode on, on Spotify. I'm in the process of sorting that out. Uh, at some point, we will have further episodes on Spotify, hopefully all of them, um, and certainly all future episodes, hopefully, as well. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going Hollywood. We're doing it. It's a big time. life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so uh, we have had a bit of a chat about what we wanted to do and with wrestling currently being all you know empty arena shows and kind of uh, not the most enjoyable thing to watch honestly um and kind of ripped some of the passion out of it for me i um i i, I kind of want to do something else so we've we've had this chat and daniel this was your idea so do you want to uh have a, a little uh a little go explaining what we're going to do well, yeah, I, I decided that, uh, uh, you know, watching Dragon Ball Z, watching the, uh, you know, the great tournament uh, that Gohan eventually wins, uh, uh, defeating Cell, I decided that why don't we have a great Dragon Ball Z-style tournament uh, for all of our favorite wrestlers? Um, so I thought we could put all of the greatest wrestlers from all of the biggest um, promotions um, throughout the past and we can pit their greatest matches against other greatest matches, uh, and we'll decide, you know, through uh, a series of brackets which one's the best. Uh, ultimately, ending up with a winner that decides the fate of mankind. I mean, yeah, yeah it sounds pretty good to me. Um, <laughs> so uh, we, we, we've we've decided that this is what we're going to do. We, we 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 we're calling it the King of Cube, but uh, we also <laughs> sort of wanted to call it the uh well the g1 cubex <laughs> the more i think about it the more i like that name i think we should call it all of them i like the cube away classic best of the super cubers deadly cube wrestle cubedom cuboid mania i mean we, we were also discussing that the eventual winner would get a uh, a fictional trophy uh, which at one point i believe we were toying with calling the horace hogan memorial trophy he's not dead <laughs> No, uh, but that morphed into the Horace Hogan Memorial Trophy brought to you by Larry Zabisco. <laughs> so oh, for that, Larry that, pres- bars. <laughs> that uh, prestigious honour will go to the winner of know, this. Uh, uh, well, yes. Yeah, yeah, it could be a vase. Uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm I'm envisioning something like the Johnston's Paint Trophy uh, 
uh, that they give to the lower league um, in football. Uh, but th- that's a weird tangent to get onto. Um, so this on this episode, what we thought we'd do is work out who the 16 competitors are going to be. Um, now, just to warn you, if you're listening to this and you're expecting a breakdown of uh, technical acumen to be the, uh, the the main source of how this is all going to work, you are listening to the wrong podcast. Go away. Listen to something else because that's <laughs> not what you're going to get here. Um, we are, are picking a very subjective 16 uh, competitors with the weighting done on what we've watched most through the time we've been watching wrestling through the majority of our lives. So WWE and WCW get more picks than... AEW or Japan do uh, in terms of, uh, and we haven't looked at the individual Japanese uh, promotions as individual entities because, frankly, neither of us. Have, I mean, I've watched a, a reasonable amount of Japanese wrestling, but nowhere near enough to be considered yeah. an expert. TNA gets nothing. Yeah, exactly. TNA gets nothing. <laughs> um, I I did toy with having the NWA in there, but given that they haven't run any shows for a while and. Nobody really knows what's going to happen with them. And they've only been around in their current form for a couple of years, uh, which is not, you know, not to say that that's, that's any reason not to include them. But I also feel like they still feel quite like a fledgling uh, organization. And it's not necessarily uh, a slight on them, but I feel like we're going we're gonna to leave them out of proceedings for now. I think um, any, any uh, real prestigious uh, historic NWA talent will be covered by the WCW section anyway. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there's 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 one in particular that's a pretty big crossover for those two things. So uh, I th- I think we'll 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 get to that. Um, and I assume he's going to be on the list because I can't imagine any way that he won't be. Um, I should also note this is going to be uh, men only for this. Uh, we might I, I'd quite like to do a, a women's tournament yeah, we in the future as that's well. A good idea. Um, it's just that. The idea of doing the intergender thing, uh, it, it, to be perfectly honest, women's wrestling hasn't been taken seriously uh, on uh, in the Western world for long enough for there to be a long enough... I mean, there is a big list. You could have plenty, but most of them are currently okay. active. Um, and to be perfectly honest, I want to give them their own kind of focus on this. I want it, uh, you know, because there's an enormous revolution going on in the women's wrestling industry. And uh, I think they deserve not <clears throat> to be lumped in with, with the yeah. men here. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of amazing historic women's wrestling, but in all honesty, I ain't seen any of it. So, <laughs> would no, we... exactly. So I, I feel like we we should we can shift our focus to that in in uh, in time. But um, yeah, this is going to be primarily focused on the men's men's division, uh, and uh, for the most part, probably looking at kind of uh, heavyweight main event talent. I think uh, for the most part. I'm sure there'll be exceptions, but it, you know, when you're looking at the best ever, you're looking for people who probably headlined quite a lot of, of cards. So as a result, yeah, it does gravitate that way. But um, you know, this is not an exhaustive list. It is not. Uh, this is just a bit of fun. So, like, if if you want to if you want to hit us up on Twitter and have a go, I mean, do by all means. But I can't promise you that you're I'm going to be particularly, you know happy about it you know what no do we want people to have a go we want people to interact however they do so oh, yeah oh no that's fine i'm just it. not promising that the answer that the answer they get yeah. back is going to be a polite one <laughs> yeah, one you enjoy but yeah we welcome all comers if you if you uh want to say some say to my face bro no I'm joking no say it on twitter and we well, yeah, it'll be good to um to to have uh some interaction with a bit of discourse it never goes yeah, discourse, never goes wrong um, I also, uh, before we start, um, obviously, 
Have you watched much of the way of wrestling recently, Daniel? Nope. I'll need you to fill me in because I cool. I I have honestly not been watching a huge amount myself. Um, again, the reason we've not been doing the podcast so often is real life responsibilities have kind of come come into play. But also with that, I've watched a lot less wrestling because it's it's hard to get as excited about it with this empty arena thing. Um, it really does draw quite a lot away from it, not having a crowd. I think. Yeah, it does. It's it, it, that you know what that second night of WrestleMania, I think, is what killed me. <laughs> and that was months and months ago. But after that, I was just like, I don't want to watch this anymore. This weird. Performance. Yeah, it's I, just I, like I, yeah. I was just saying, like first night of the football when they didn't have the uh, crowds crowd noise. I hate. I just couldn't watch it. And uh, <laughs> whatever that says about me as a human being is fine. But ugh, ugh, no, thank you. To be honest, as soon as they started pumping in the crowd noise, though, I was on board. So, was fine, I mean, yeah. But I don't know if you can do that with wrestling because it's such a, like, it's like saying, can you do, like, panto at Christmas without a crowd? It doesn't work. If it's not live, I guess you can add it in. I guess, but it, it's a bit weird, isn't it? It, it? Like, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't have that kind of organic kind of, because I think a lot of wrestling is, is playing off the crowd reactions. Like, mm. the best people, the best guys ever are wrestlers who could do you know, could could take the way a crowd is reacting and then act accordingly or adjust accordingly. And if they're not doing that, to a certain degree, I feel like almost it's a bit sort of sterile. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I'd i like to see if it would work because, I mean, the football thing still weirds me out too, but for some reason it allows me to watch it. So maybe that would be the same case with that. Well, I wonder if that's, that's part and parcel of the fact that there's a lack of crowd shots. Yeah, true. It's very much like so. it's squarely framed around the pitch as if you're watching a game of FIFA, and yeah, it, it, it doesn't. They don't necessarily then, have the, to uh, go to the crowd shots. The that often, are whereas in wrestling, you do. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, no, I don't know. Definitely. I'd like to see. I'd like to um, see it, but I doubt it's going to. No, no. Um. So so yeah. I mean, there have been some things going on outside of the ring. Obviously, you know, performers testing and uh, positive for COVID nineteen and. Uh, there's been, you know, lots of people let go by WWE. There's um, the whole speaking out thing happened on Twitter with, um, oh, really you know, yeah. kind of, uh, which has basically decimated the uh, the amount of people in uh, the British wrestling scene who apparently all seem like pretty nice people, but turns out uh, not so much. Um, yep. Yeah, it's not been great. So I think it, inevitably with all of that, it, it does kind of take a toll on how much you can enjoy what's going on at the moment. And in, in in a way, that's kind of why we're doing this because I want to do something a bit fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's have some fun. Um, okay, so the way we've weighted this out is the different promotions uh, or different regions, as it as it will end up being, have got different picks. Um, so we get so for WWE, we can pick four, four yep. for all time. So um, I'm going to throw some names at you. Okay, okay. I've got, um, I've got some names too, so let's okay. do this. The first name, and he is number one on my ballot anyway, and I'm going to push hard to keep him in for as one of our four, is Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, interesting, interesting. I had Brett on there, uh, and then I deleted him. But Oh, really? I, but it's uh, I deleted him for someone who might also be on your list. So... Okay, it's very so, hard to strong one. This is going to be uh, an interesting because I think you've got you've probably got an iconic four, and I've got a very iconic four. So it's going to be it's going to be very difficult. I mean, inevitably, we can we can go to two picks each if we if we if we uh, if, if we can't we can't uh, can't decide. No, nope, um, I fight to the death. 
is the only way we can knife fight. This. Yeah, fight to the death is always good. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, uh, as long as it's on a cliff edge. How things are going. Yeah, exactly. Especially distance, yeah. of course. During a thunderstorm. Yeah, so, so just throwing knives at each other <laughs> in the rain. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's the way of things now. Uh, even knife fights have to be socially distanced. Socially distanced, yeah. That's you have right. to wear a mask really, as well, obviously. Really long knives or pole arms, I guess, or like uh, stabbing each other with javelins. Anyway. I, I would want them to be sterilised first as well. Yeah, of course. Get the anti back out. You know. Yeah, rub the anti-back. Um, Make sure you've got a mask on. <laughs> I mean, of course, of course. Um, okay, so Bret Hart was, was a pick for me uh, simply for the reason that he is one of my all-time favourites. I think he... Is an underrated promo, which has obviously always been a knock against him, is that he can't talk. But I've been watching a lot of his old stuff recently, and actually, he is quite good on the microphone. Um, yeah. Doesn't get the credit he deserves for that. Obviously, in ring is you know flawless, arguably one of the greatest storytellers of all time. Um, so for me, he is he is definitely a pick I would go for. So um, I know you said you deleted him. I will put a question mark beside him for now. Um, there are some other yes. people on this list that are obvious choices. Um, do you want to go with one of yours? Mm. Okay, I I had Bret Hart on my list and I replaced him with Shawn Michaels. See, I've also got Shawn Michaels on my list. Ah, there you go. Okay, so uh, the discrepancies will come soon. But yeah, Shawn um, Michaels. I mean, how if, I feel like there is you can't talk about Bret Hart without talking about Shawn Michaels, especially in the but WWE. You, but then I suppose you can talk about Shawn Michaels without Bret Hart, can't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Shawn Michaels he had that second it. career. But then that's yes. partly to do with uh, you know an unfortunate uh, you know series of incredibly bad luck that Bret Hart had in the early yeah. 2000s that basically ended his career ended his career but some of the I'd say the highs of well, like what Shawn Michaels meant for the WWE in the late 90s and then so the matches his highs I think were higher than any on any of Bret Hart's highs but for the reasons that you just mentioned because I think if Bret Hart could have kept going as long as Shawn Michaels could we would have seen something else if not for Goldberg Super kicking, like <laughs> super kicking I, I all over the place. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I mean, then there is also, you know, arguably they're they're very different types of wrestlers, and that's partly why they they maybe didn't get always get on very well because you know yeah. Shawn Michaels very much the flashy showman. I don't know why I called him showman, uh, showman. Uh, <laughs> he's a flashy show, showman. Showman. Um, showman, showman, show. <laughs> oh no, we shouldn't talk about him because he's a. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's let's move on. Um, of the podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a tick beside uh, Shawn Michaels as one of our four picks because I think I don't think you can do this without him. Yeah, I agree. So we've got what we've got one, and we've got uh, one down, uh, fifteen to go. Um, <laughs> yep. I, I have some names on my list as sort of maybes, like, and they are maybes. Okay if we decided to go down that road. I mean, you could talk about Hulk Hogan. He is one of the biggest drawing stars of all time and an iconic figure. He's I also well. think that he's, yeah. he's quite limited though. Yes. I I think you're right. Like, I think he won't fly in the later rounds of this list on, on, no. on his in-ring. It just won't, it won't stand up. What I wondered then is, do we forego Hulk Hogan but instead go for somebody of the same era who is a similar similar size star in terms of recon, recognition and, and uh, in terms of cultural impact, uh, maybe didn't draw quite as well as Hulk Hogan, but is arguably on his level, which would, would be, be the Macho Man Randy Savage. See, I, I had the Macho Man and I got rid of him, but it's interesting because 
I'd say the macho man Randy Savage embodies personal, uh, professional wrestling. Everything mm. about him is professional. More than Hulk Hogan, I think. Like, he is what, if you were to yeah. draw a prototypical professional wrestler, you, you would create him. But, man, the, the impact of Hulk Hogan, I guess maybe it's diminished now, but, man, in, in, the, in the 80s and then the mid-90s I, and then the late 90s, we have to consider unbelievable. That. I think you've got to consider that too, though. How much has Hulk Hogan tarnished yeah. his reputation over the years more recently? <laughs> Extremely. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, you know does, that, does that take away from his legacy? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's I, I mean, I'd agree. <laughs> Historically, I guess, it, like, we can't act like we, we, we don't remember what it felt like for Hulk Hogan to be the biggest star in the world twice, you know? Um, it's true. So it's true. You do know what that felt like and what that meant at the time before. Yeah. I, I reluctantly think he, he. Thing is, I think if you put him on this list, he's not going. He's probably not going all the way to the finals. But no, I don't think so either. I think then it depends on what his route is. You know, it depends on who we put him up against. I don't know. Is, um, it, is it like? Um, what do you think? Do we, do we think we go Hogan maybe? over Savage? <sighs> for Hogan, I say we. I say we. I say we table that. I say we table that for. We give it a thought. I'll put him in a maybe column, and then if he might Let's take a beat for that. We'll put him with Brett as a yeah. question mark. Um, yes. Other names I had on this list uh, are The Rock, yep. John Cena, Ooh, and Triple H. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. None of none of whom I've got. Uh, they're all maybes. They're very much yes. maybes. John Cena. Okay, so that's a very okay. So let's start with The Rock. The Rock, I think, is definitely has to be on the list, right? In terms, of I don't know if he does. His career, his in ring career, is so short. Yes, and yeah, that's a good point. It was so short, but the, the, the star that he burnt when he was at the top of his game was extremely bright, and it's carried him into a film career. Like, it, not even just a film career, the most fil- successful film career of all film careers. I mean, and he did have great matches with pretty much everyone he wrestled. He did. He's very he's adaptable. Roly poly stunner. <laughs> like even you know he wasn't even the best wrestler necessarily but Not like could do everything to at least a very a very credible standard you never saw him going in the ring with anybody Look, I know we're not really supposed to mention him, and he's not in the on my list for this, and he will not be included. Yes, for yeah, I know. But, I, if, but yeah, in an alternative universe where horrible things hadn't happened, he might be on one of these lists. But yeah, in an alternative universe, Chris Benoit would probably be be winning this whole thing outright, but yeah. he turned out to be a horrible but murderer, he's a horrible human being. So yeah. you know, that's <laughs> so, such a life. Um, but even you know him is uh, arguably the very top of his game in like two thousand two thousand and one. The Rock. You know, we're still very much on the same, able to hang with him on that level and put on yeah. great matches. So, yeah, it, it's difficult. Do you know what? I'm going to put. I'm putting the Rock on the list. Yeah, I think, I think we have to. I think you can't put the Rock on the list if Stone Cold's not on that list because Stone Cold is is one of the, if not in my personal opinion, the greatest WWF superstar of all time. <laughs> I, I mean, and I think I'm I think... probably biased <laughs> because I'm of just... the era in which it happened, but. When I I'm think just about... adding his name to the list already. Yeah, There's no. no disagreement there, is there really? Yeah, no, <laughs> we don't because... need to discuss that too much. Exactly. Um, so yeah. we're left with one <laughs> slot. So what, what have we got so far? We've got Shawn Michaels for sure. We've got the Shawn Rock Michaels, and... The Rock, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. So John Cena and Triple H. And Brett... oh, so that this is quite difficult because John Cena... But wait. There's more? But wait. <laughs> well, see, these are all honourable... Me- these are all maybes, right? Yeah. And Bret Hart is the only one of those that I'm like, okay, like, you know... I'm kind of 
I would want on this list definitely. Yes, yeah. but because there is one more person who I don't know how we get around this without including him, and that's the Undertaker. Oh, dude, he has to be on this list. There but there's no way we can't, is there? Yeah, really? No, how do you do it otherwise? Jeez, no, there's no way. So we're gonna have to. Oh man, we're gonna have to. We might have to have a playing tournament for. <laughs> we might I have to add do. an extra. Can we add an extra person to the bracket, or do we have to have think... a wild card? Maybe. Here's what uh, I'm going to suggest. Here's here's what I'm going to suggest. Uh, on my list currently uh, of potential, I think we could we can do. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I think we could add one more space for WWE if we actually two more spaces for WWE if we cut down elsewhere. We can get rid of AEW. No, I think we should keep that because I think yeah. that's. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Okay. 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 Hmm. Japan, maybe. I'm no. going to say we keep Japan. What I'm doing is, is I'm removing the UK and Ireland column uh, uh. <laughs> and putting the two people that I had on that list into the wild card section. Nice. So we should we can have a wild card playoff, and they they make it in. I mean, to... we can just discuss the wild card. I've got six yeah, names let's do it. Let's on my do wild card it. list, and we okay. can get to that. But I think that means that yeah, I think we could probably include. Uh, we can certainly include Bret Hart, which I think is a must. Cool, yeah. Um, yeah. And then that we basically have to decide between Hogan, Savage, John Cena, Cena Triple H, Mick Foley, Randy Orton, and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> okay, so that's so, so we got. <sighs> let me see. So that's, that's who we got: Hulk Hogan, John Cena, Triple H, Mick Foley, Randy Orton. No. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. No. Um, I mean, I think there is an argument to be made for Brock Lesnar. I'm not making it, but I think you could. There is definitely an argument. And if he was on another list, I, I could definitely uh, understand it. Especially in the modern era. Like, he is, he, when we look back in 10 years' time, he will be the monster. He will be the most famous wrestler of this period. That wasn't the Yeah, I, I think so. Um, you know, um, John Cena, John Cena, right, has, he carried the company for a long time, right? But I have a feeling like um, I'm thinking about some, like other WW, like say WWF wrestlers, right? That were the biggest stars of their day. And you had say, I don't know, um, who was the biggest star? That was Gorilla Monsoon, right? It was the, mm. uh, and then you had. Well, Bruno Sammartino, probably. Who? Probably Bruno, Bruno Sammartino. Oh yeah, Bruno Sammartino, sorry. Yes, Bruno Sammartino. Oh, Gorilla Monsoon, sorry. Bruno Sammartino. Uh, and then. You had who else? Like Classy Freddie Blassie, was he? Was he a I mean, you have the yeah, you know, your uh, superstar Billy Graham, yeah, your uh, you know, your Pedro Morales. You've got the uh, your Bob Backlund. Yes, people remember Bruno Sammartino, even though you know. And when he wasn't carrying the company, it was other people. Like I don't know. Yes, you said like um, your Backlunds, your Morales, your, your uh, yeah. like. It doesn't matter how much Backlund held the company aloft for. No one really gives a shit about him, and I feel like that's kind of Cena. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a bit of that in there. He'll be the he'll be the future's Bob Backlund. <laughs> like I'm, even though what, he in, was the biggest star for ten years, no one cares. Ten years later, in a sense, in a sense, I I agree, and I also, despite the fact that he's probably eventually going to own the company, I sort of think you put Triple H in that bracket as well. Yes, yes, exactly. I agree because yeah. I agree. He's one of those guys that was a huge star in his day, but as, as you said, Bruno Sammartino is the, the one guy everybody remembers. Like, I think with that, with that in mind... Although I mistook him for Gorilla Monsoon. I apologise, internet. I apologise. Anyway. Do you know what, though? With that in mind, though, talking about that, I think that means 
that the only conclusion we can come to is that Hulk Hogan's got to be on that list. Yes, because he will so, forever. But I then, think we have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Point. So okay. that gives us, uh, for WWE, that gives us Bret Hart, Hulk Hogan, The Rock, Undertaker, Austin, and Shawn Michaels. Yep. I think, that's a great I, think I can live with that. I think that's a yeah. good... Okay. Hello, world. My name is Simon Miller, and you are listening to the WrestleQ Podcast. Moving on to WCW. Ah, uh, yes. Four picks for WCW, which in some ways should be slightly easier because as a company, they only really existed for about sort of 10, 15 years, realistically. And a lot of that time, they were pretty terrible. <laughs> yes. I have so, a very long list here. So, uh, so I'm let's, gonna... go with, let's go with your list because I imagine my list is going to cross over with yours quite significantly. Okay, so uh, we have Chris Jericho. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to table that. I'm going to say we table that for now because yeah, there's another category where I think he might uh, he might get his slot. Okay, okay. Let, let, let me read out the whole list. Uh, okay. Mostly for comedic effect, to be honest. Um, we've got Sting. We've got Ric Flair. I've got Kevin Nash on here. I've got Goldberg. I've got Horace Hogan. And I've got Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair... I think we have to disqualify Robocop, not because he's a fictional character, but because he never actually had a match. <laughs> it's more of a run-in, I guess, right? Yeah, well, well it was a walk-in, a very slow walk-in. <laughs> uh, but Horace Hogan, you know, how can we... <laughs> how can we I how watched an episode of Nitro from 1999 quite recently. It was one of the spring break ones where they had the, uh, uh, um, like the water around the ring and everything, uh, which is... It, it still looks it. amazing. And Horace it. Hogan. I had to sit through Horace Hogan versus Vincent. <laughs> that's now that's wrestling. Now that's oh pro wrestling. God, it's so bad. Yeah. So bad. Now that's pro wrestling, everybody. Oh, the greatest night in the history of our sport. I also have Glacier on this list. <laughs> I mean, do you know what? To be fair, Glacier gets a bum rap, right? He's not going on the list, but he gets a bum rap because he was not as bad as he was made out to be. No. And he it's made really the best bad. of a really shitty gimmick. Yeah, he did. And he, he seems like a really cool dude nowadays. So. And, like, I'd be lying if I said when I was, you know, like, when I was, like, 10, uh, seeing, a, seeing a guy come out to the ring with, like, laser eyes and it's snowing while he walked to the ring. If I told you that wasn't the coolest thing in the world to me as a, a 10 years old, I'd be lying. <laughs> I do think we did go into school the next day and take the piss out of it, though. I mean, yeah, of course. Because it was <laughs> hilarious, but also <laughs> kind of cool, too. Yeah. Yes, I. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to agree with you. Laser beam eyes are pretty cool. So on your list, uh, I think the 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 most incontrovertible uh, for WCW is Ric Flair. Clearly, yes, one hundred percent. I'm to gonna be. mark him down straight away. I'm also gonna mark down Sting because without Sting, yep. there is no WCW. Yep, yep, I don't yep, think yep. that's there's no argument for that. Um, yeah, I completely agree. Um, Kevin Nash is an interesting one. I think he was instrumental in a period of time, but I don't know that actually very much a tag team wrestler for a lot of that time. I think his yeah. run, uh, he almost basically killed WCW with his booking at points. That's why he should be on the list. Yeah! <laughs> um, I mean, Goldberg is one where part of me wants to put him down instantly because he feels very much emblematic of WCW. But yeah. also, part of me doesn't want to put him down because actually his run in WCW only encompasses about 18 months. Yes, eight, but 18 of the biggest months of WCW history. Like he to was be fair, the biggest star yeah. WCW ever had. That is true. And if you um, 
they used to show a video on Nitro quite a lot uh, of like, it was like 30 seconds of Goldberg and it was like a countdown of him just spearing people and doing loads of jackhammers. <laughs> and I've ne- I still can't think of a video I've seen that, that made me understand someone's character and completely understand their whole act in uh, in such a short period of time. My dad were like, we would watch WWF and we watch WCW and my dad was like, Goldberg would destroy anyone in <laughs> <laughs> He was like, this dude, he, he's so much stronger than everyone else in the other show. I, I, <laughs> I can absolutely imagine your dad saying that as well. <laughs> yeah, I agree. He loved Goldberg. He was like, yeah, Goldberg. I think my favorite. Fuck it. All right, let's put Goldberg on the list. <laughs> Which gives us one slot. So it's not going to be, so it won't be Chris Jericho. Um, I, think, I think I'm going to say no to Jericho, if that's okay with you, only because I think uh, he will, he'll get on this list. <laughs> okay, he's going to be okay. on the list. What about, um, like, there's some, so many great honorable mentions, like Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko. Big Van Vader. Big Van Vader. Oh, it's like, oh, man, so many, so many great wrestlers. Booker T. Yeah, Booker T. Yeah, Booker T. La Parker. Um, Juventud Guerrero. Rey Mysterio Jr. Yeah. You know, like, I, it's quite difficult, uh, man. But a lot of those guys were instrumental. A funny one that I don't think uh, is going to get, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I don't think we could put him on the list because he had a lot of bad years as well. But uh, Lex Luger had, Lex Luger. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, he had his moments. He did. I think for me, um, uh, Ricky Steamboat as well. Ricky Steamboat. I, I put Ricky Steamboat on here, but I wasn't sure because I couldn't remember much of the earlier, like all the early, like late eighties, early nineties. WCW. He was stuff. around a lot. That's a great match. Yeah. But again, I just don't know whether I don't know whether he's a strong enough candidate going forward for the rest of this. I think for me, like DDP is probably probably for me the, Ooh, the one I would go dude, with. But... DDP. DDP. Ooh, that's a good one. DDP is a really I don't know what you think. Oh, that's really difficult. Man, that's super difficult. If not DDP, DDP. who do you think? Oh man, I don't know. That's really like ooh, you really thrown me there. But there's so there's so many good wrestlers on that show. But oh, yeah. I think the impact of DDP is huge. Um I, I think, I think also- he's kind of understated how big his like impact of his character is because, in... because of that short period of time where he was huge and oh, wwf yeah. fans don't realize how much he actually influenced characters on that show too um yeah it's a shame his wwf run was such a blowout in the end because actually he deserved a lot better because he was i mean you know he was the, the, the rock called himself the people's champion for a while but actually i think you could put that tag on for ddp like I remember the 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 night that he came out and he beat Randy Savage while dressed as La Parker and they took off the mask. I, yes. I rarely you would hear a pop that loud. Yeah, and um, I think I think TDP man. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. It's funny because I was just thinking about like a lot of people were comparing, say, John Moxley's attitude to Stone Cold Steve Austin, but I think a lot of it is DDP. Oh, I oh yeah, definitely. I see a lot of DDP in him. They're coming out from the crowd. Yeah. They're like kind of like kind of like yeah yeah. The slightly arrogant, like almost yes. kind of sneering, but at the same time, like being like man of the people. I don't know. Yeah. There's something very DDP about him. Actually, it's a very yeah. good shout. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with, I'm with DDP. It's like Goldberg is like, like I mean, do we do we think about um, Scott Hall? I guess maybe his matches weren't, weren't particularly. I I just think Scott Hall is always going to be that tier just below that. Because I don't yeah. think he ever quite ascended to where he could have been. Now, you could argue that he wasn't given the opportunities, but you could also argue that he 
he had a lot of personal problems that unfortunately yeah. prevented him from getting to where he could and should have been. So yeah, it's hard to say. Um, I, I, I think Flair, DDP, Goldberg and Sting, if you were going to do... Bear in yeah. mind Hogan is already in for WWE. Yeah, good point. I really think that. And it's bear in mind also that those are all four homemade, homegrown WCW stars as well. Yeah. yeah I think they're really, that's a really emblematic kind of... Um, super representative. Of there's also some other WCW people, but one of those I want to keep for when we talk about the wild card, because I think... Okay. Uh, it's, it's right. um, cool. Okay. So that's... that's we are now up to... We are up to 10. Hey, this is Stroke Daddy, Ricky Starks, and you're listening to The WrestleCube. We've got one slot for AEW, and I don't think it takes much guessing to guess who's winning that. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, there are some great wrestlers there. Kenny Omega is amazing. You know, you talk about John Moxley. Uh, There are so many there. But for me, it it surely is. You know, Jericho. Are we yeah. sure? Yeah, no, it's definitely Jericho. I feel like Jericho should be. You know what's funny? Jericho could be in this list for three or four. Actually, he could be in every single one of these. <laughs> he, he could be in WWE, WCW, AW, ECW, ECW Japan, and, and Wildcard. But actually, yeah. he could legitimately be on any of those. Every in any of those lists. I mean, I hope we don't have a preview of who our actual winner is going to be. But yeah, he is. Um, he's definitely versatile. In any one of these, I mean, yeah. I do feel I do feel Cody Rhodes does give does give um some pause for thought because I do think you know what you're right though he's not he's not the guy when it like I think you think the that Cody Rhodes will be the guy yes if we were doing this in two years time I think I'd have a different we'd have a different have to have a different conversation about this about where Jericho fits but it it feels like an easy fit to get him into the tournament yeah. for now if we're going to have one slot for AEW because they are still a relatively new company and you know he's the biggest like most charismatic star with the well, without he is AEW right now yeah for me yeah. like I don't think I don't see anybody else in that company who is on his level like even Moxley like who is you know is great. I, I just don't... Jericho just brings something completely different to the table. He's constantly reinventing himself, bringing in new things. Like, he's such a smart businessman. He gets it. He he's absolutely so gets experienced. it. experienced. It's just like, the dude has, has been doing this at the highest level for longer than some of these people have been alive. The guy is I'm, a living legend, so... Oh, for sure. And what's great is that he is not only doing that, like, but he is he's cognizant of the fact that he doesn't have that many years left. He's still on top, but he's obviously aware that that's not going to be forever. And he's doing lots to help make new stars. Mm. Like he, he wrestling like jungle boy and orange Cassidy and people like that. And is obviously fully aware of the fact that, you know, he can still win those matches and go over, but he, he, you know, he, he making stars and making people he can make money with in the future, like a Darby Allen. Like it's, it's, it's really clever. And it's somebody who sees the longer, the, the bigger picture and the longer game rather than just looking to make money now. Like no, yeah, and, he sees that if this is a long-term product, it benefits his, you know, his paycheck too, so. Yeah, and I think you could argue, even in WWE, he was often seen as maybe slightly below that, like, true main event level. Yeah. Whereas he is no longer, he is very much the big fish in the medium-sized pond with yeah. uh, AEW. He's... He is the great white. He is, you know, very much the, you know, like the, the he's the biggest star they have. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as much as I think in a few years, as I say, you know, Cody Rhodes is is definitely going to, would be in that conversation. I think right now you have to say Jericho. So yeah. I'm writing him down. I agree. I agree with you. Do it. Um, I agree with you. The so. next category is a, li- is a little bit more difficult. 
because ECW is a hard thing to define. Yes, it's definitely... There's some very, like, specific dudes. There's one specific dude I think we all know is going to be in this. Is it RVD? Of course. It's RVD. (laughs) He's the first name on my list. Yeah. (laughs) He's the second on mine, funnily enough, but... You probably um, get the first anyway. Uh, is it Sabu? No, it's Tommy Dreamer. Oh, you oh shit! I haven't even got Tommy Dreamer on my list. I didn't. I forgot him entirely. Yeah, he is ECW as well. He's one. Of I think the that problem for me is, is that I've seen Tommy Dreamer do so much to tarnish his legacy <laughs> in the same time. Like I just can't oh, take him seriously. I've seen him do too much TNA. <laughs> no, it's the T- the TNA stink. <laughs> Like he's wrestled he's wrestled in TNA for more years than he wrestled in ECW. Oh god, you know, oh, so, I don't want to hold it against him, but TNA is disgusting. So <laughs> I mean, alternatively, if you were going to say uh Tommy Dreamer, then you could equally throw out a Raven or Sandman. They yes, those are also well, yeah, those are also This is going to be a I'm really looking forward to this discussion because yeah, definitely. They're also kind of, apart from RVD, I think they're all fairly even. I'm also just putting RVD on the list because, I mean, yeah, yeah, we were agreed on that. Um, yeah. I just, it's difficult because, like, Sabu, for example, like, does bri- brilliant in terms of doing, like, aerial moves and stuff, but really very little else. But that was, that was, that was, um, that was the stuff that they did, you know, him and Tom, that, him and RVD. It was just, that's amazing. why this is problematic, though, because I think actually. Most of the people who were quite successful in ECW were quite limited, or and they were booked to their strengths, which is great. I mean, it shows why Paul Heyman is 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 labeled right, quite rightly labeled a genius for a number of reasons. But like, it, it, there is that problematic element there that actually a lot of these guys, like, if you as soon as you put them in a different context or you ask them to do anything more, actually, they're they're quite limited. True. But if we are going to compare the... So if we were going to do this by comparing, say, the one or two greatest matches each one of these people have had... Yeah, which I think we probably guess, are. Yeah, then then I guess we kind of... Because you're right. Like, some of these guys just won't fly in different contexts. But if we look at the best matches they've ever had, and if we if we think that from an entertainment value, that that gets them, that, that gets them in, like, then I think we can... Um, I think we can include some of these dudes, but I think you're right. I don't think Sabu makes a list, to be honest, with, unless no. it was a tag team thing. I don't think he makes a list without RVD. Um, I mean, so yeah, I, I, get, I, yeah, I agree with you actually. So, yeah, I think Shane Douglas is somebody I would like to have on this list, but to be honest, his his excursions outside of ECW, I think, for the same reason, <laughs> prove that maybe he shouldn't be on this list. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got the stink on him, um, and he looks like one of Halen Pace. I can't remember which one. He really does. He really I know, does. It's really weird, isn't it? <laughs> for for younger listeners, uh, Hail and Pace, comedy duo, the late 80s and early 90s. Comedy <laughs> in inverted commas. <laughs> comedy. It was, a, it, was a, it was a low bar for what was considered comedy back then. I'm not going to lie, I used to love that show. Oh, me too, but I was also a child. <laughs> I was also with a like... child's sense of humour. As soon as there were any sophistication to my sense of humour, I realised they were fucking shit. Oh, man. Yeah, good point. Never never, never revisit your childhood, kids. They're like a, a poor man's Chuckle Brothers. Wow, that's deep. That's real poor. That's, that's homeless. Fucking true, though. 
Um, right. Okay. So I think yeah, we Tommy Dreamer is an option, although I'm I'm worried about his post ECW career. Uh, perhaps uh, Raven should, is an option. Let's not hold it against him. Uh, yep. Mike also. I think Tommy Dreamer is. is oof, yeah, but again, his you know the fat chick thriller. I, I don't know. <laughs> Those matches he had against what was his face? Um, Masato Tanaka. Masato Tanaka were unbelievable. The series of well, they, really they were, were. Adding to my twelve-year-old self. I don't know if. <laughs> don't try and rewatch them now. It's uh, it's really hard to watch because uh, if nothing else, because Mike Awesome eventually suffered with quite severe depression and killed himself. Um, there's what a very good you? argument to to be put that out there that that may well have been to do with CTE and uh, the amount of stupid chair shots in those matches is... oh jeez like, PDTing someone on a pile of chairs seems like a, a, a completely needless yeah those matches carried the main event for like whew, like a year or something right? they really did because ECW was on its last legs yeah and then I mean, and that's when, it, that's when Steve Carino was world champion that's oh <laughs> Steve Carino <laughs> yeah I think that's what I thought that's when I stopped caring. Steve Carino's I've on the list. See, yeah? uh, oh hell yeah! Ooh, I've got Saturn on here. Oh, the Eliminators, of course. Yes, but then I just, because... yeah, go on, go on. I just don't know. Like, I loved them in ECW, but I just like I would be hard to pinpoint great matches they had. I think. I do think though they're one of the most like in in Western wrestling anyway. One of the most innovative tag teams there was. I mean, and they, they had one of the most innovative finishes. I would yeah. Say. And but, I feel like their influence on on some of these like uh, tag teams I see in, in, in AEW is, you know, goes without saying. Some of the things that they do are some of the things that, you know, that I, I feel like their finisher was so so synchronized and so cool, and you hadn't it was seen very that cool. before. And now I feel like that's kind of where that 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 comes from with a lot of the AEW, or at least the Western AEW guys. I'm sure in Mexico and Japan, people were doing shit like that all the time or whatever. But um, yeah, I am. Um... Important tech team. I, I, there is another name. I'm not suggesting we put him on this list, but I think it would be remiss of us not to mention him because I think he always goes goes without saying that he doesn't get enough credit for how good he was, uh, which is Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn, dude. Jerry Lynn was awesome. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he belongs on this list because I think actually as well. Again, he 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 didn't have a, a much longevity, and I think maybe he was not quite on the level. But those matches with him and RVD were something those were else. Great, dude. Yeah, Jerry Lynn was awesome, man. About just incredible does he make the list? No, just incredible does not make the list. <laughs> His name sense. was a pun. I know, I loved it. It took me oh. ages to realize. I was like, oh, that's not just the coolest. That's not just the best. That's just incredible. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. I think also I hated his finisher, which was a, a it was supposed to be a spinning tombstone, but he just did a jump and then did jumped like ninety degrees and then did a tombstone, which made no sense. And they did a tombstone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would why would spinning oh, make it God. make it better or worse? Adds talk, twists your neck, kills you instantly. He killed every single so, one of his opponents. As much as I loved him, I'm I'm not I'm discounting the Sandman because uh, I would say for me he was an entrance. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> An really fantastic. He pioneered kendo sticks. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I, I think, do you know what? I think unless unless we're going to go for Raven, I think we have to go for Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer, yep. I think uh, I think for sure. Uh, what about, oh God, you know, 
I mean, we could we could add we could sneak Eddie Guerrero in here. Oh, <laughs> you know, we could. We could. We could, and he was excellent. Those those yeah. matches with him and Dean Malenko in uh, in ECW were arguably among the best I've ever seen. Do you yeah, know what? So fuck we it, we're going to be in this slide. We're going to put Guerrero in here. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it, right. Guerrero like, on know, the list because actually, yeah, that's a that's a really good shout. The strength is okay. quite a lot. So. We are now up to 13, 13 names. Mm-hmm. So we've got three left. So two from Japan and a wild card. Okay. So my J- Japanese names, and I just went with the two biggest names I could think of. Okay. Both Antonio Inoki and Jushin Thunder Liger. Okay. Well, that's that's handy because uh, Liger is on my list <laughs> for reasons that are, are pretty obvious. For those, those listeners who don't realize, <laughs> I have a, a Liger tattoo on my arm. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of Jishin Thunder Liger. Um, also, arguably the best theme music of anyone ever. I would agree. Personally. It's uh, <laughs> it's something else. <laughs> I think it's a um, I also like how many how many wrestlers have their have their whole character and background coming from a, an anime that then gets cancelled and then yet the character lives on significantly longer than the anime did. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's a wonderful it's a story. Um, and I think I think that's that's cool. So that's that's uh, that's nice. Um, Inoki, the problem with Antonio Inoki is is that he is a legend, but actually, as a wrestler, I don't think he's that good. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll let you leave on this because I don't think I've actually ever seen him wrestle. <laughs> I, I have, and I, I think he he was very good for his time, but it was a very uh, different time. And I'm not sure that I've seen. Also, again, I'm not sure I've seen enough of him to to, to tell you what his great matches are. I also. Yeah once saw him, you know, and he should be disqualified for this alone, like sitting on his back, crab kicking Muhammad Ali for... Ah, uh, yes. I, I, you know... It's kind of embarrassing. Arguably, arguably ruined Muhammad Ali's career as well, because apparently he was never quite the same <laughs> after that, did so much damage to his legs. <laughs> Seriously? Just, yeah. Um, apparently, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's ever been verified, but that's 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 the, the I've heard that said a few times that apparently like it, it really fucked up for well, I guess somebody was just kicking you as hard as they could, like you know, yeah, he's like, what the f- uh, I mean, I guess yeah, like yeah. that that's going to fuck up your legs. And I guess as a boxer, it's it's uh it's underrated how much you need your legs. Yeah, yeah, to like stand. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking more footwork, but yes, yeah, standing is important as a boxer. <laughs> You don't see many seated boxers. It's, uh... Although, there's, there's an idea. Um, did they do... Never... Do you know what? No. no. <laughs> I know where you're going. And let's, take, let's table this discussion till we have till we have. Off facts. air. Off yeah. air. Um... <laughs> right. Moving on. Um, so on my, on my list, I have a few. Uh, I've got uh, Mitsuhara Misawa, who is one of the greatest of all time. Um, but on... On the other side of that, I do feel like uh, he is responsible for pioneering a style which has killed more people than than most. Because uh, he's very big on the head drops. Well, just like the kind of head drop style in, you know, that very much with that strong style of like, you know, it makes for great matches. But I always thought actually that I don't think, he, I think his legend precedes him a bit. And I'm not sure he's quite on the level that I think, I think in terms of great matches um, that, that, yeah, some he, I mean, him and Kenny Kobashi had and Akira Tawe had some great matches. Uh, like, I mean, one of them is the one of the few matches uh, Dave Meltzer gave six stars to. If you put any stock into 
Dave Meltzer's star rating system, which I don't necessarily do. You, do you, Thomas? Do you put any stock into his star rating? <laughs> Not really, because I think a lot of it's done tongue in cheek now. I think uh, he's he's very aware that, and I think Dave Meltzer also just likes to troll a bit. Yes, I do not know too much about uh, Dave Meltzer's rings. I just know that it seems that a lot of people seem to hate him. <laughs> uh, Where they used to not hate polarizing. him. Yes, um, there are there are two names on this list. I mean, you could go, you could say Shinsuke Nakamura before he went to WWE. You could argue, make Oof. an argument there. Uh, Kenny Kobashi DNA applies to with Tommy Dreamer applies to Shinsei Nakamura in WWE. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. That's fair. Uh, his WWE run has not been great. No, thank you. But he loves surfing and he's making hey. a good living doing uh, a style of wrestling that is a lot less uh, physically demanding than what he did in Japan. So, hey, I, I'm I kind of, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it helps his legacy particularly, but then I think his legacy in Japan is so cemented already that it doesn't matter. Yeah. And he's just taking the back end of his career. This is his back nine, you know? Sure. He's made his money. He's just enjoying life now. Yeah. And I, I more power to him, you know? Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah. But he won't be going on this list. <laughs> no. Um, I think you could make an you could make an argument for Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, you could make an argument for Masahiro Chono as well in the nineties as the leader, especially when during the time when he was wearing his weird uh or sorry, before he was uh when he was like early nineties, Chono before the neck injury, before he got into all the um, sort of leather bodysuit uh, dressing uh, leader of Emperor <laughs> yeah. Japan, yeah, era uh, Chono. He was still very good, but not quite on the same level as he used to be. Um, you could also make. Uh, I think basically for me, it comes down to two names, and you'll be familiar with both of these, Daniel. So, uh, right. which I think is helpful for us going forward because I think it should be people that you're familiar with as well. Um, on the basis of the fact we're going to have to judge these, you know, they're yep, kind of yep. better matches. So for me, it comes down to two names. It's uh, either the Great Muta mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or uh, Kazuchika Okada. Ah, okay. Good name. The difficulty is, is that Muta I fucking love. And I think his gimmick is amazing. He had some great matches. He's reinvented himself so many times over the years. He's arguably one of the, the best uh, of all time. Okada, I think arguably... Yeah. He's already on that level, and he's only in his like late twenties, early thirties. Mm, interesting. And I've, your, uh... I've yet to see. I mean, just think about that uh, that match we watched at Royal Quest with Okada oh, and uh, Minoru Suzuki. Like, Okada's something something very special, and I'm, I'm sort of tempted as much Let's as I want to watch Okada. Yeah. Because if we're gonna have to watch the matches, I don't mind. Uh watching some awesome, recent, cool uh, Okada stuff. So, selfishly, okay. I, you know... If I have <laughs> zero problem with that. Also, I think, I think you could argue that Liger and Muta overlap quite a lot, uh, and that Liger... Muta is, is, in some ways, there are some similarities with the character there. So I think I think this is... It, it makes it a bit more diverse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Hello, everybody. I'm Joe Galley, the voice of the National Wrestling Alliance, and you are listening to the WrestleCube. Okay, right. So we have got one slot left. So I'm going to put some names Ooh, to you buddy. Uh, that I uh, are on my uh, my wild card list, and we'll see what you think. Flying Brian Pillman. Let's do it. Uh, no. Brian Pillman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I think that's okay. Uh, CM Punk. Ooh, interesting. 
But maybe, oh no, but interesting, interesting. Daniel Bryan. Ooh, for me, it's a no. I think that's fair. <laughs> now we've got the two that were shifted over from uh, from from the uh, what would have been the UK section because we've we've uh, kind of jettisoned that, uh, which is the Dynamite Kid and William Regal. Ooh, interesting. I, I'm quite high on Regal, I have to say. Uh, see, I never really enjoyed William Regal's matches. Personally, okay. I was, but as a, as a younger man, I thought they were a little slow and very technical, um, which which at the time was not my style. So I don't know. I never particularly enjoyed him. It was very, I guess, it was very British, old school British wrestling, right? Um, so yeah, yeah I we, never, I, I liked him. Nice, nice, watching. We don't have to have so, him on the so list. I think that's okay. Okay. Good. 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 Um, so Dynamite uh, Kid is an option. Dynamite Kid I mean, is so infamous and so legendary that I can see this that happening. The problem with infamy is the uh, problem is that he. I don't know if I want. Oh, like, he's such a terrible man. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> From what I've heard, he was a very. Um, I don't know if I want to talk about him for that long. Yeah, <laughs> I. I read a very book. interesting discussion. Uh, I've read his book several times. Uh, yeah, he, he, I've read his book several times and he's an interesting man on the basis also that every story in that book seems to end with, yeah, but he was a cunt, so fuck him. <laughs> yeah, he seems like, uh, he seems like a very, very, very unpleasant human being. So, um, <laughs> I do so not know. This is, this, this dovetails nicely into the other person I have on the wildcard list. Because it is somebody who I think could have fitted in various different categories here. Uh, also, actually, arguably, all almost as many categories as Jericho, uh, having wrestled in so many different places, and has also got a certain level of infamy. Uh, and that is, of course, Scott Steiner. Ooh wee! Yeah, he has to be on this list. So it's Steiner or Dynamite? Oh, it has to be Scott Steiner, simply because. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you said given that. Us <laughs> joy. I. If nothing else, because I, I I want to I want to talk about maths. I want to talk about showing no sympathy. I I, I want to show get get uh, somebody get me a fucking mic. Uh, I, I, yeah, I just, just want to say the word "big booty daddy." The sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I just oh you know. man, now we need to get chain mail okay. wigs. <laughs> I mean, there's there's so much. Yeah, there's so much. Um. Okay, so we yeah. have got our field. Um. Shall I read it back to you? Yeah. Okay, so our field of sixteen are Brett the Hitman Hart, Hulk mm-hmm. Hogan, yeah. The Rock, yeah. The Undertaker, yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels, all right, Ric Flair, yep, DDP, mm-hmm. Goldberg, yep, Sting, damn right, Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rob Van Dam, yep, yep, Eddie Guerrero, yep, Kazuchika Okada, yep. Jushin Thunder Liger. Yep. And Scott motherfucking Steiner. Yeah, buddy. I'm loving That's this. That's a hell of a field. That's a good field. This is going to be fun. I like yeah, like we'll we'll have to do a, a random draw to see how these are uh, how they uh, how they stack up in these brackets, but um but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's going to be really fucking tough to pick winners out of those. And do, do we want to seed this tournament, you know? <laughs> Nah, fuck is it. it. Let's like just do, let's just do a, blind, a blind draw. Yeah, I mean, no, let's we just don't, do a blind draw. Wanna... 
you know, I, I don't he... think I could even pick a weakest versus strongest in a lot, a lot of these. So I think a blind draw is the way to do it. Like I think I think a Stone Cold versus uh, say RVD, there's an obvious winner there. <laughs> I mean, is there? Mm. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll yeah. find out. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, there might be an obvious winner. But then, I don't know, if you were to ask, you know, on their comparative merits, if you would say RVD and Scott Spiner, I don't know if that is necessarily a clear-cut win. Good point, good point, good point. I mean, and, and, you know, and I guess, on, like, how many the, matches uh, do we say we won? Yeah. I reckon if we do... Do we base it on their best matches? matches per... Okay, I think, the two I best... Think, yeah. two critically acclaimed consensus best matches of each wrestler yeah well we can we can agree two matches uh that we think are the best or that are critically acclaimed either way uh, yeah. and we'll, uh probably if i'm honest mostly ones that are available on the wwe network or by <laughs> searching the word two certain words one of which involves the viewing of wrestling um <laughs> daily motion yeah. maybe all day okay. Accessibility is going to be part of this, I feel. <laughs> exactly. um, but luckily, the likes of Okada and Liger, which you know arguably would be the harder ones to find, actually, uh, New Japan have made quite a lot of that sort of stuff available on YouTube. So point, um, there is quite an availability for a lot of this stuff. And I, yeah, I think we should be fine. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I think I think we we'll do a blind draw, um, and we will update in a week in the next week or so, and then uh, in a couple of weeks we will do a uh, our first round. Uh, a first round match and we'll see where we go from there does it so here's a here's a question though does it have to be does the match have to be um uh from the promotion that the entrant is being entered into so no if, no, if no. okay so any promotion okay no so if you wanted to if you for some bizarre reason if you wanted to put a bret hart match from wcw in there that's um I mean, you could. I, 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 don't, I don't know why you would, but you could. <laughs> Although, actually saying that, Bret Hart versus He Who Shall Not Be Named uh, on that episode of Nitro where they did the uh, the match for... Um, uh, but then there are so many other Bret Hart matches. That match, can be, that match is stricken from the records. Well, it's also quite hard to find because actually the if you go on the WWE Network, anything involving Benoit is obviously, for good reason, uh, is no longer yeah. searchable. So, to yeah, be fair, yeah, you know, you know it, so what you so I think what what will happen here is we'll do we'll do the 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 matches as 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 yeah we could do this off air anyway but um uh, yeah. we'll do a tournament we'll get to the end and then the winner faces off against the uh, the zombie uh, risen version of Chris Benoit yeah yeah <laughs> and that's fine yep. and that's fine exactly because uh, if, if Buffy taught me anything, it's that when a person is resurrected, they're not the same person. So I think it's fine. <laughs> so, so it's fine. So well, his, his sins are, are, are cleansed. Well, he's already died, so he can't come back a murderer. <laughs> it's, double, it's double jeopardy. Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> it's a sad thing. That, I mean, one, one day we're going to have to have like a discussion about the unnamed wrestler eggs. <sighs> we are. We are. I'm not ready for it yet, though. No, no. I mean, it, 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 it's a difficult one because actually... I I sort of am able to separate the two things a little bit now. Like I've I've been watching some yeah. old nitros and he does turn up and I kind of just don't think about the fact that that's the same person almost. Um, yeah. Stuff closer well, to when he so, actually. Yeah. Me too. Know, 
stuff later on, like when he, you know, closer to the late, you know, 2000, mid 2000, so 2005, six, seven, I think I'd find harder to watch because I know that that's closer to the point where he was in that mindset where he did something really, really terrible. Whereas yeah. maybe it can justify the earlier stuff, the WCW stuff, because perhaps he hadn't done that much damage to his brain at that point that maybe he wasn't, you know, by all accounts, he seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah, I respect uh, that. So, I'm, like, for me, I can watch those matches. I can still enjoy them objectively, or at least I think objectively. As objectively as I can enjoy them, but I understand that the things that he did to a lot of people just completely render, you know, him or talk about him completely unpalatable, and I respect that. I'd um, I'd recommend... It's not... I say recommend. I mean, it's it's not an uplifting watch, but it is very interesting. If you if you watch any of the um, series two of Dark Side of the Ring, the first um, the first episode, two episodes of that are on Benoit. Oh wow! I got to check that out. Is that show good? Because um, I, I I've been seeing it. I haven't been watching it yet. Uh, I've yeah. I I watched those two. I watched the one on Owen Hart, which is incredibly depressing. Uh, I watched the, uh, there's one about Herb Abrams, uh, the guy who uh, was the promoter of the UWF in the early 90s, which is very interesting. Um, it's good, yeah. yeah. Chris Jericho does the narration. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that, man. And they're only, I think they're only about 40 minutes to throw, and I, I don't know for sure, for sure. I know the first series is all available on uh, Channel 4's streaming platform here in the UK. Um, for the, in the unlikely that we have any international listeners. Um but I'm not sure about uh, series two as yet. I know it is it is because it, it's all done by Vice. I'm not sure when it will go up on there, but it probably will sooner or later. It seems to be on Vice fairly often, and they do a lot of repeats because they don't, you know, or repeats. I don't know why I said repeats. A lot of repeats because they don't have that much content. Repeats. <laughs> I'm sure it will show up. Repeats. Defense. Yeah, definitely. Too much American TV, guys. <laughs> Showman. Showman. Are you stealing? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. All right. No. Right. Well, uh, that that has been us doing our doing our picks. Um, obviously, if you are listening to this and uh, you do want to get in touch and tell us we're wrong, you can. Uh, it doesn't mean we're going to change anything, but uh, you can get in touch and have a conversation with us, and we'll we'll certainly listen to you. Uh, and we'll see from there. But um, yeah, um, that sounds really really standoffish. I am willing to listen. It's not. Uh, you know, <laughs> Wait, Thomas is a very nice guy, so reach out to him on Twitter. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. it sounds far more aggressive than I intended it to be. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, obviously, yeah, you can catch our. Hopefully, by the time this is live, or certainly soon after, you'll be able to catch up with our our podcast at, which hopefully one of these is where you're listening to this uh, at uh, SoundCloud.com/slash WrestleCube. Uh, also, if you search WrestleCube on Spotify. Um, we are working at getting up on some other platforms as well, uh, but that is very much a work in progress. So uh, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. Um, Happy days, guys. You, can, Happy days. Um, you know, obviously do, you know, if you, uh, like us, share our page and all the rest of it on Facebook at facebook.com slash WrestleCube. Uh, you can catch us at, on Twitter at, at WrestleCube and our, we're at WrestleCube on Instagram. Um, we will be um, updating our Instagram with uh, some... Um, interesting artwork going along uh, with this yeah. tournament as well uh, courtesy of daniel who's um he's done some brilliant stuff already if you haven't seen already when we did our year-end awards last year cuboids um yes the cuboids um uh and yeah um i, I would definitely uh we'll, we'll certainly be uh, hopefully a lot more active in the next uh, little while we've got a lot of ideas and also a big fucking tournament to get through yeah exactly so looking forward to it yeah all right well for, for, for now uh, yeah definitely Oh,
for now. Like they used to be like, I'm not going. To. I don't know why. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, I'll just say uh, so long, folks, and thank you very much. Cheers. Bye. Bye.